Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview people from all over the world. Sometimes I do sermons from the divine. In our household, we worship the Holy Trinity, Father of all of us, His Son, Jesus Christ, who died and rose again after living a perfect life of service and love in the world. He was crucified in the most humiliating way. He became the ultimate final sacrifice and bore all of our sins so that no more animals or humans, nobody has to be sacrificed in the world anymore. And uh, when he rose again, they never found his body because he's coming back. And uh, I'm in the bloodline of Jesus Christ through King Descendants line. King David was born first. It's our family DNA. I can't break away from it even if I tried. And I wouldn't even wish it because it's the coolest bloodline to come from. And uh, sometimes I share uh, music with you. I try my best to be an example of love and light. I'm an imperfect human. But this show, the purpose of this show is to teach you how to not be bullied by anybody. If you struggle with depression, you have a depressed state, you're going through a tough season... Uh, from a woman's perspective, growing up before the internet and then growing into the internet through old school, slow computers that you had to wait to use a phone call if you were going to be on the internet and share the, the <laughs> internet with your parents um, to what we have now, which is super fast computers and devices in our hand and everything and the technology space has grown so swiftly so swiftly and uh, I never imagined I would be called in the ministry but um, a couple years after the calling on my life to help people with depression 2018 and 2020 I received my calling from the Holy Spirit to start Aaron Nicole Ministries so we've got a nonprofit arm for our veterans and first responders and uh I'm a veteran spouse. Sometimes I share music with you that uh, I've created, that the Holy Spirit inspires through me to spread the love that He intends to spread a love uh, around the world. Or sometimes it's uh, songs that I'm reminded of from other artists to help tie into the sermon. I don't pre-plan these things because um, my my husband leads our relationship and although I haven't been able to communicate with him in the physical realm for over a year and a half because of death threats on American soil when he asked to retire from protecting our commander-in-chief um, I am able to hear him through the spiritual gifts through the spiritual realm and he advised me the last time I had seen him um, I think it was before when was this father I think it was when he was assigned as my security detail protection in, in a, like October through very early January. Like I think I stopped seeing him like 2nd or 3rd of January, something like that. In any case, uh, he had told me that real, true spiritual leaders that are preachers, ministers, deacons, whatever you want to call yourself, when you preach... You're not supposed to pre-plan your sermon. I said, really? He said, yeah. 
the, when the Holy Spirit speaks through you, that is the Lord above all lords leading your life. That is you allowing him to light your path. So uh, I'm very quick at learning when I'm coached by good people. And he not only provided me protections. In 2020, we fell in love. And we married last year. And it keeps me hopeful. Recording these sermons, it's um, the progress of my journey. I've had to learn to not share everything, all my business. That's what he trained me on. Because he said, Aaron, you have shared a lot of valuable information for free. That's why you've motivated a lot of big-time organizations to want to step up and help you. You've got a big life mission. I believe this is true. I believe the Father of all of us really did call you into this mission. But because there is evil in the world harms children in private called the Illuminati deep state whatever you want to call them it's the richest of the richest they're in all major rich organizations you you would be sickened to find out which of these organizations are involved in it they have a front business front advertising that they are supporting the children or this or that even churches are involved in it and um he has a lot of insider information because his buddies, I call them my warriors of light. And I don't know any of them. I don't need to know any of them. I trust them. They look out for me. It's their job to get into all these organizations, be actors or actresses, and go all the way up, as far up the chain as they can in these groups to protect our nation and all major nations around the world. I married the top trained assassin that protects our commander-in-chief, and he was the most humble man. He didn't like titles. He's friends with all the top trained assassins in the world. He kept it cool, calm, and collected, and he gave me the best training for about two months. And then um, we didn't speak at all when I launched Aaron Nicole Ministries until about October or November. He reached out to me in 2021 because I was dating a loser at that time and uh, I say loser loosely it's not very kind um, this person said he wanted to date me but he had a huge alcohol problem and whenever he was sober he didn't remember any of our conversations yeah so he pursued me when he was drunk but when he was sober he was very rude to me which is mood swings caused by alcoholism and uh, but he also had some suicidal uh, tendencies that I helped coach him off the ledge of so I was gentle when I had broken up with him but he didn't believe me that I had been protected from our top level security and so my hero I think his buddies saw or looked at my message or so I don't know maybe they listened in who knows they look out for me I trust them and uh, he called out of the blue while I'm at this dude's this not very nice person's house that wanted to date me but wasn't treating me at the value I deserved to be treated and uh, I said wow so great to hear from you he said yeah I said yeah I'm glad you called I had told him that I had deleted his phone number because I'm I'm very connected to the divine after surviving death these rich people paid to have me killed from a PhD in ministry. Yeah. 
PhD in Divinity was her actual title. She sent me her certificate as a text message to show me. She was a former NFL cheerleader. She showed me her photo from the field from probably when her 20s or so when she did it. She was in her 50s when I met her. She sold her music to the rich society. She sold her first song at seven years old to Aerosmith and was personal friends with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Her mother was personal friends with the lead singer of Earth, Wind, and Fire, and she said she had access to all the money in the world. And it was that woman that had conned her way into my circle, similar to a Selena singer, right? If you know the story of Selena, the president of her fan club killed her. Yeah, I wasn't trying to go down like that. So our military, they worked together. Our top security teams, they worked together to help me stay alive, but Biden's team tried to use me as a spy while also giving me protections and then signed a contract to steal from me for three years and has tried to cover it up, but Trump's team has been tracing all the illegal activities for three years, and I married that man, the top man, and last year they tried to kill us. We had to make it look so believable that we hated each other's guts to win this contest that I've been a part of. It's been the worst three years of my life. It's been the most liberating, exciting roller coaster of emotions. They forced me into homelessness three times. I'm days away from being homeless for the fourth time. As I record this episode, I've got probably about $200 cash left. Two maxed credit cards from a car accident that wasn't my fault. Insurance companies refused to pay. Since July 8th, I lost my job. Medical office refused to give me the appointment because I didn't have my insurance card because the insurance companies for the car auto insurance were committing medical insurance fraud by forcing me to use my personal jobs insurance even though the accident had nothing to do with my day job and I even paid extra insurance through my day job through Voya and uh, for extra accident insurance I Jumped through hoops, wasted time and gas, printing their forms, applying online, going to the library computer because my personal computer wouldn't work, and then they denied my claim. I've been royally raped and disrespected from every single rich organization you can imagine in the last three years, and I keep it moving forward. I know that the Lord has a big turnaround for me, and he told me, he whispered to me on my way home today, the topic, and I might... I might ruffle some feathers, but I speak the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And he told me the topic is America is run by the mafia. If you haven't read the book Mafia Democracy by Michael, I think his last name is like Frenzy or something. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's very well laid out. Um, if you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. It came out, I think, in 2021. He actually left the mafia after 10 years of service. He, um, or I should say 10 years of prison time. He didn't rat out any of his buddies. He, basically the book lays out how the mafia is organized and how America is being organized and run right now. And... I believe the Holy Spirit desires for me to speak the truth to you to give you some perspective when you get high level and you are considered quote-unquote an influencer. I didn't think I was an influencer. I don't desire to be an influencer. I desire to be a follower of Christ and to spread his love around the world. Um, but it's moved a lot of rich organizations 
because the Holy Spirit has given me favor. He assigned me a big life mission and it pulls people, it draws, it attracts people towards me. And how I'm not going to pretend to know how our government is run, but I'm just going to give you my perspective from the last three years of this competition and from my faith system and what compels me to speak and what the Holy Spirit decides to release through my mouth. And sometimes he gives me scriptures to back things up. Um, so we're just going to go with the flow. So if you're not driving right now, I encourage you to get a pen out, get a journal out, and take some, some hard, hard and good notes. Because the Holy Spirit gives valuable information to spread peace. The Lord above all lords is all things, both wrath and darkness, death, destruction, but he's also love and light, goodness. And he is the father of all of us, the creator of the universe. He does not like it when his children, which is all human beings, are being harmed in the world. He does not like when people are hiding things in private. He does not like when people worship false gods, false idols. He is a jealous father. He is a protective father. In 2018, he healed me completely, 100% of suicidal ideations that were caused 100% by my abuser in my childhood, my oldest brother, Jason Rice. I love my brother. I've forgiven my brother. No one is going to harm or disrespect my brother. He had to have learned it from somewhere, either from demonic forces entering his body or from another human being. He's never told me the truth. I was told in my upbringing to keep it quiet. They swept it under the rug. I received no closure from it. I love my family. I love my parents. We didn't have a good talkative household growing up. Fathers lead the household, and my father was depressed, and he refused to admit it. He refused to get treatment. He's not on the earth anymore. I love him. I respect him. And he started to get help for his mental health in the last couple of years of his life. He started to admit that he was struggling and I saw a shift in his mood and his attitude and how people treated him in the last few years of his life. There was tons of people that were at his funeral. He was a different person when he left our house than when he was at the house. I believe, and my mom believed this too, that he drained all his energy out in sales to provide for his family. So he didn't have anything. He depleted himself empty every day because he was in a job that he didn't like. He was providing for his family. Now you can find joy in anything, but he also had survived cancer. So he lived with one kidney, which can exacerbate depression. My abuse started at three years old. From my memory, that's what I remember grooming began. We do not support any abuse of any kind of children, minors, or elderly, or disabled. We support protecting the vulnerable. That is what our government advertises. That is what our religious freedom advertises in my faith system, and what many religious um, identities. I have a lot of friends that um, either are from Japan or had parents from Japan, and they have a huge level of respect for their elderly. Many Asian cultures have a huge level of respect for their elderly. I love people from all backgrounds. I love kids. I love adults. I don't love people that harm others. 
and get paid to do it. Now, there's a difference between if you're in the military and you're assigned in a war, right? You can't control what your bosses tell you to do. You have to take orders. However, if your moral instincts inside your, your gut tell you that your leadership is going against your faith system, it is your moral and ethical duty to follow what your faith system says. Faith first. Faith first. That is what the Christian foundation is all about. Faith first. And that is what bothers a lot of these rich organizations that do not have a personal relationship with the Father. They don't. They pretend like in the front that they respect religions and freedom of speech. But we've lost all our freedoms in the last three years. That is the truth. You need to watch the greatest show on earth video. It lays out how President, our Commander-in-Chief Trump, went to all the major nations and showed them evidence because he partnered, I believe, with Elon Musk and bought, because he's a good businessman, he bought um, the satellites and there were no laws of jurisdiction in outer space. He started the Space Force, and um, which is a military branch, the first in the world. There's no other country that has a military branch for outer space that I believe that has money allocated specifically for protecting us in outer space. He's a smart businessman, and he partners with the best, and he hires the best security teams, and I'm married into this organization. And I watch social media. People send me. I don't know who it is. They send me um, uh, latest up-to-date information to get me educated on politics, what's going on in America, what's going on around the world, because I don't watch the news. I told him that when I received protections. He said, you don't watch the news? I said, no. I listen to very positive, uh, you know, people that speak on big stages, and they all say the same thing. Don't watch the news. It's negative. It's not the truth. He said, really? Who says that? I said, for example, Les Brown. I said, have you heard of him? He goes, no, I haven't. Tell me about him. I said, it's kind of like going to church when you listen to him. He said, oh, really? Tell me more. I said, he makes me laugh. He survived stage four cancer. And he, um, he had a learning disability because he was, he was born with a twin and he was the dumb twin. So they called him DT in his old childhood. His mother abandoned him and his brother in an abandoned warehouse. He was adopted by his adopted mother that had adopted, I think, seven people. So he had to overcome being titled in the school um, like mentally retarded. And he had a teacher that told him, don't you ever let someone's opinion of you become your reality. And he started encouraging him to get into acting and theater because he had a terrible stutter. So then he got into Toastmasters and he talked about that. So I got into Toastmasters because I was listening to him and I saw him speak live at an event and there was thousands of people there. And he was the keynote at the end. They waited and had the keynote at the end so everybody could do it was a free event. So you have to pay attention. If it's a free event, they, they got to get their money somehow. So all these different speakers were, you know, asking for sales of their services on the stage or whatever. But it's fine. You can just, you can learn from them. You can soak things up. You can take notes. And I told him, I said, I don't watch the news. He said, okay, so how are you getting information about what's happening in the world and what's happening in America? I said, I hear about it through conversations or on social media. Or if I'm at the gym and there happens to be the news on the big screen TV, then I get the highlights. I said, I'm extremely sensitive. My spirit is very sensitive to negative information, uh, violence, things of that nature. I can't watch it. Otherwise, I think about it, I ponder it, and it, and it affects my mood. My depression gets worse, 
And I've known that about myself for a long time. I used to, in my 20s and in my teens, I used to watch all the scary movies like the, what's that one called? The Saws. Um, I think they started coming out when I was in high school. And I liked that kind of stuff. But the more spiritually sound I'm getting, and I think just becoming a stepmom for a while, and then going through a divorce, and going through just life experiences, I'm like, I ain't got time in my day to soak up bad information that's not adding value to my spirit and not adding money to my bank account. So I'm very intentional with what information I soak in. So I bring you nothing but the truth from my perspective. So I give that as a caveat to you. And he understood that and he respected it. So I think he has his buddies, my warriors of light, send me social media accounts to be able to consume information of people that are highly educated, that are speaking the truth in America and around the world. And so there's some accounts that I'm learning, and there's also people in my community since I haven't been able to communicate with my husband at all for over a year and a freaking half since Easter Sunday, 2022. That's when I had to leave our house after one phone call with my former friend of seven years, nonprofit business partner, black female warrant officers, served over 20 years at that point. They threatened her to disassociate from me because they signed a three-year contract to bully me because I had entered a competition, Global Mental Health Ambassadors. Every major nation is adding Mental Health Ambassadors. I believe there's 87 major nations, and the Lord had assigned me as the top person in 2018. Before I found out I was even in the nominations, He leads my life in everything that I do. I try my best to keep things simple, but descendants of King David automatically get elevated to the front of the line. Cut, he cuts down timelines for us because he made a promise when King David, who slayed Goliath, was on the earth. He loved his heart, so he promised King David that the rest of his descendants for all eternity until Jesus comes back are promised positions of authority in the world if we stay close to him and keep God first place and don't have anything that holds us um, I don't know what's the right word, captive, or keeps us from being connected to the Father. He can't be near us if we are um, living in sin on purpose. All we have to do is confess our sin to him, apologize, mean it, right? Because he can see inside our heart, our intentions, and ask him to forgive us and replace it. It's good to replace because if you think about spiritually, if you cut, like if you have a wound and you cut into the wound to get to clean out the poison, if let's say you got poison and you had a scab that was going over the poison, you got to get the poison out of the body first. So that means there's going to be a gash, an open wound. So you say, all right, Father, thank you for forgiving me for my bitterness and my anger towards my best friend for stealing my boyfriend, whatever, any, you know, fill in the blank. Father, I confess it. I don't desire to be angry at my friend anymore. Please replace this bitterness and anger with your truth. Then I can love my enemies. I can love my friends. And I can bless it and release it. If this man wants to be with my friend, then he's not the person you have for me. And then you can fill in the blank specifically with more, if you like, from the scriptures. Or you just say something simple like that. He doesn't expect us to be perfect knowledgeable religious leaders no when jesus came down to the earth the first person he shared that he was the messiah to was a samaritan woman 
who had been married five times, I believe, and was living with a man not married to him. And the Jews back then didn't speak to the Samaritans because there was racism going on and the Jews were the high society. So he made it a point when he was in his ministry, he spoke to her on purpose and they notated it in the Bible very specifically to show us the first person he revealed he was the Messiah to. He told her how many she had been married to, how many men, and that she wasn't married to the man she was living with. He knew her thoughts. He gifted me that gift last year with an army officer. He was stressed about going to war. He had already told me he had experienced, um, uh, what is it called? some like PTSD flashbacks of war when he was in a tanning bed he had fallen asleep and that happens sometimes if people experience PTSD or if um, actually um, some of my students when they had uh, diagnosed epilepsy they told me when I taught in an alternative high school I'm just reminded of that um, their seizures would be caused if they got interrupted with their sleep and they were in that like almost asleep but not quite awake kind of there's different you know levels of consciousness so I think he was in that almost asleep but not quite and it probably shocked his body after the lights turned off that he thought he was in wartime overseas Iraq Afghanistan I'm not sure where he served overseas but I know he served somewhere he told me he got in big trouble because he had turned on his flashlight and he went up on top and he was looking at the other beds of people that were tanning but he in his mind wasn't actually looking at the beds he was in wartime his mind had had gone somewhere else completely and the person had reported him as being a perp so he had to go to court and explain the situation and it was exonerated off of his record because he had gotten um, diagnosed I think from a doctor and stuff like that so it freaked him out when I read his mind but there was something that was uneasy about him I feel people's emotions when I'm around them I sense their emotions and they either drain me of my energy because I have this desire to help people and to bring love or they add to my energy if they have good positive um, I would say vibes because that's such an overused term but if they're kind if they're genuine, if they're authentic. And I could sense he had a lot of angst about going to war. And we had conversations about it. Whatever it was, the father desired in that moment to bring some peace to this man through me. And uh, it was just a word that was floating in my mind. It kept repeating, and you know, because I ever since surviving death in 2020 he has gifted me spiritual gifts he's strengthened my spiritual gifts I should say I knew I had some of forecasting and vision as a 14 year old but I didn't know how to control it back then now I'm learning to control it and it's, it's a skill spiritual spiritual gifts are skills just like any other skill and there are people that are full of darkness that have spiritual gifts of the demonic forces that use their spiritual gifts as a part of this Illuminati deep state and they sent one of their best women PhD in divinity 
who was a wolf in sheep's clothing over a year from October 17th. 2019 to the following year she paid the payment to the president of the Blackwater alumni group on Biden's team I know it was on Biden's team because he came to the house he had just been sworn in he was braggadocious he was young he was excited about this position and he met my landlord at the time. She no longer lives. They killed her. It's been the worst three years. But um, he had her get me a laptop. He told her not to be a witness with the reports with the sheriffs. Don't get involved in it. So she didn't because he was planning on having her killed later on, which is evil. But it is what it is. We don't know who's in the deep state Illuminati, and I needed help, and the deep state Illuminati had paid to have me killed. He had come in to help. He got her to give me a computer, and then he told her to tell me to put Biden as my password and some other characters. So I knew he was on Biden's team. He sent me on purpose to a man in a lobby in a safe house. He told me very specifically that all the security teams worked together. And I believed him because I didn't watch the news. I didn't get into politics. I had never served in the military. And I didn't know that in the 30s and 40s, our United States military used musicians as spies. I didn't know that until a few weeks ago when my uncle Franco told me. History repeats itself. The enemy repeats itself. I'm thinking of this song. I forget the artist, but I love it. It's called Cycles. It's a spiritual song, like a gospel song, I would say. Um, it's, a, it's a gentleman, I want to say, that sings it. Um, how does it go, Father? That's how he keeps you in cycles. Cycles. He says something about even if you don't learn from your mistakes, he does. The enemy does. And, it, and that's, what, that's what the line says. That's how he keeps you in cycles. That's what the enemy does is just repeats patterns of the past that have worked in the past. But when you're a child of the Most High King and you choose to be obedient to his calling on your life, you can break through barriers. You can change history. There is nothing that is impossible for children of the Most High King. And the beautiful thing, you can be born in the bloodline or you can be adopted into the kingdom. Yeah, you can be adopted into the kingdom. That means that you can choose to believe in him. And I'll give you an opportunity at the end. Okay, he's giving me a verse in the New Testament. <clears throat> I think this book was... Okay, it looks like this book was... It might have been written by... 
Mm, I think this book was written by Paul, but I'm not 100% confident. We're going to Acts. Chapter 4, verse 3. It says, Peter and John before the Sanhedrin. They seized Peter and John, and because it was evening, they put them in jail until the next day. But many who heard the message believed, and the number of men grew to about 5,000. The next day the rulers, elders, and teachers of the law met in Jerusalem. Annas the high priest was there, and so was Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and the other men of the high priest's family. They had Peter and John brought before them, and began to question them. By what power or what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a cripple and are asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. He is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the capstone. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which we must be saved. Amen. Yes, Father, he says to keep reading. Verse 13, when they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished, and they took note that these men had been with Jesus. But since they could see the man who had been healed standing there with them, there was nothing they could say. So they ordered them to withdraw from the Sanhedrin and then conferred together. What are we going to do with these men? They asked. Everybody living in Jerusalem knows they have done an outstanding miracle, but we cannot deny it. But to stop this thing from spreading any further among the people, we must warn these men to speak no longer to anyone in this name. Then they called them again, excuse me, then they called them in again and commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. Similar to what I've experienced in the last three years. <laughs> but Peter and John replied, Judge for yourselves whether it is right in God's sight to obey you rather than God, for we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. After further threats, they let them go. They could not decide how to punish them because all the people were praising God for what had happened. For the man who was miraculously healed was over 40 years old. Amen. Yes, Father. He wants me to read till the end of the chapter. The Believer's Prayer. On their release, Peter and John went back to their own people and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices together in prayer to God. Sovereign Lord, they said, you made the heaven and the earth and the sea and everything in them. You spoke by the Holy Spirit through the mouth of your servant, our father David, my ancestor. They talked about my ancestor in the New Testament, too. That's so cool. Okay, sorry. Back to, the, back to the reading. Why do the nations rage and the peoples plot in vain? The kings of the earth take their stand, and the rulers gather together against the Lord and against his anointed one. Indeed, Herod and Pontius Pilate met together with the Gentiles and the people of Israel in this city to conspire against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed. They did what your power 
and will had decided beforehand should happen. Now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform miraculous signs and wonders through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. After they prayed, the place where they were meeting was shaken. Amen. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke the word of God boldly. Amen. The believers share their possessions. All the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of his possessions was his own, but they shared everything they had. Amen. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and much grace was upon them all. There was no needy persons among them. For them time to time, those who owned lands or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales, and put it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to anyone as he had need. Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus, whom the apostles called Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, sold a field he owned and brought the money and put it at the apostles' feet. Everything that they needed was provided for them. That is so freaking cool. So um, I love it. The Father is equipping me. I've, I've been a believer since I was three. I remember making a commitment when I was a little girl. But I was a mute child because of the chronic abuse I had experienced. My brother was extremely violent, or he was grooming me and doing sexually inappropriate things. I never knew what kind of day he was going to have. So I got quiet. I would cry and scream, and I would be really mad at my mom, which is very normal to be mad at a parent as a child. So if you're, if you're seeing... A child, and it doesn't necessarily have to be the youngest, but if they're a bigger kid and there's a smaller kid and the small kid is really mean towards you, they might be experiencing something when you're not in eyesight or earshot. So you might just throw some feelers out there at their dinner table talking about appropriate touching and inappropriate touching. Kathy Lee Gifford spoke about this on a YouTube video. When I was tired of cycling through suicidal ideations after graduate school, I reached out to people for help and people started giving me help. And I looked into the research online, white paper research, and it's normal for kids that are abused and neglected to be mute. I was the stereotype in all the white paper research. I was a homeschool kid, which makes you even more at risk for experiencing it. I'm a female. And growing up in a, uh, there was a lot of boys and men in the neighborhood. So it put me at high risk. Everything, everything in the white paper research was there for me to read. But back when I was reading the white paper research, this was around 2012, I think in the summer after I graduated, maybe 2013. It was right around we had a suicide in the family. And it had, it had triggered me again. And I hadn't quite had my full healing yet from the father. And I was tired of cycling because my oldest brother would always get into trouble and the whole family was enabling him. So we would all, I would get emotionally stressed about it. I would speak up and they, uh, they would ignore me. That was my role. <laughs> Peacekeeper Aaron. And always ignore Aaron. She's the baby of the family. Let's treat her like the baby and not listen to her. And um, 
And my middle brother would be protective of him and say, why are you always so angry at him? Just let it go. And then uh, he wouldn't say anything, of course. And my parents didn't know what to say. So it was just this big old cycle. And I finally said, enough is enough. I'm not going to cycle anymore. I'm not going to get drawn into his drama. My parents made a commitment to not allow him back in the house. They, my dad had him write a letter. Either you're in the house and you're not with this woman or you're out. And he got back with her, the mother of his kids. So it was what it was. That's his business. But it impacted me and my whole life and my mindset and my suicidal ideations from the depression that was caused from his decisions. And that is what this deep state Illuminati cult has been um, attacking me and trying to discredit me and my story because they sacrifice children, they sexualize children, they sell children in the black market to adults and celebrities, musicians, all kinds of people are involved. They're the rich of the rich. They get bored and they like to control. So they like to spend their money. Some of them like harming kids. And Trump don't play that game. Hell no. He and his warriors of light are the white hats. You're either a black hat or you're a white hat. And America has black hats in power and white hats. The white hats are all over the world. They are the most fierce warriors in all the world. I believe there is less of us than there are of the black hats. But guess what? We have the Lord above all lords on our side. And anybody can switch sides at any time. And in the Old Testament, an angel of the Lord slayed, just one angel slayed 185,000 men to even the playing field. Where was it at, Father? I know it was in First Kings somewhere. I don't desire for people to die, but the military used me as a spy because I build rapport very quickly. I bring healing very quickly, not through me, through the powers of the Holy Spirit working through me. I am the vessel of his love. And he sent Jesus down on the earth to tell us how to live in this world. Jesus kept it very simple. He didn't own any houses. He didn't own any possessions. People gave him things. Because he was healing. He was providing miracles. He only was in ministry, I think, for three years. But he created miracle after miracle after miracle thousands of years ago. And 70% of Americans believe in Jesus Christ, according to Bill O'Reilly's Killing Jesus book, which is a historical thing taught from a educational perspective. I listened to the audio book for free from the library. I highly recommend you get it. You read it or you listen to it. You get plugged in. Now, America, according to the Holy Spirit, is being run by the Mafia. According to the Holy Spirit, and according to what I believe, there are people that are in the White Hat Mafia that are good and protect families and children. And there's the black hat mafia that will do business with anybody. They're traitors to America. All they care about is filling their wallets. Yeah, they don't care about 
any veterans or first responders. It was the black hats for the last three years that had been attacking me. And they're not just in America. They sold the rich of the rich, sold our information overseas when we all got smart devices. You got to get educated. My former friend of seven years told me, active duty officer, black female, she said that they sold her information overseas. So she had a bounty on her head from another country for the work that she's done for our military because of the leadership in our government selling her information. Yeah. I said, so what'd they pay you for that? She said, nothing. I got two years of identity theft protection. <laughs> so I was like, that's, that sucks. She goes, it ain't no thing. It's not a big deal. I'm just not going to ever travel to that country. I was like, okay, that makes sense. But what if somebody from that country comes here? And they got your face and they got your information and they can hack in and find your location from your phone. That's what I've been dealing with for the last three years. That's why in the last probably year and a half or so, they, they removed the ability for me to use my maps on my cell phone because they couldn't keep me alive. The white hats could not keep me alive and protect me while also allowing me to use my location device because these professional hackers... These black hat mafia evil people. I don't even want to call them mafia, but that's what the Lord told me. that This is the topic of the sermon, so I'm trying to tie it in for you. Make, keep it simple. Um, they have access to all the riches of the world, all the money of the world. So they would remotely turn my device on if it was powered off from thousands of miles away. That's illegal. That's federal crimes. That's cyber crimes felonies in America. Yeah. I had visions from the Holy Spirit revealing to me, showing me that it was possible. I had no idea that you could remotely charge a phone or a laptop for a week without plugging it into a wall. That's how I know that electric bills are bullshit. Pardon my French. What are we paying for? Why do I have a charger for my laptop? Why do I have a charger for this phone? Anytime I do my sermons, my warriors of light, they look out for me. And the other day, my phone was in the red on the battery. But the Holy Spirit told me I needed to do a sermon right then and there. The team that looks out for me, best top trained assassins in the world. I got the best technology people in the world because I picked the best team. I picked Team Trump and his his top guy didn't even tell me who he worked for, okay? Everybody going to be voting for Trump. You watch. This next election, every single person is going to vote for Trump. Or they might vote for some other Republican. But ain't nobody voting Democratic. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a history-making thing. And I, try, I don't get political. I can't get political. I'm not supposed to get political as a uh, person that is um, trying to spread the love of the Father. But our nation is so polarized because we have evil people that are harming kids in private, in secret. When they released in 2020, when we were all shut down, the Epstein scandal, yeah. Everybody was going mentally insane when we were all locked indoors and forced to believe in the narrative. <sighs> the lies that they told us all. Luckily... Luckily, the Lord provided for me and provided me um, 
my warriors of light, but the, there's a lot of people that weren't so lucky that were stuck in other countries that were working for companies and they couldn't get a hold of them. So they just let them go and left them there. Yeah, we got to see how people behave in a pandemic, in a forced pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else, Father? How else can I serve you through this message and bring your hope and your truth? Okay. Sending me to the Old Testament. Okay. Second Chronicles thirty four verse three. It says at the beginning of thirty four Josiah's reforms. In the eighth year of his reign, while he was still young, he began to seek the God of his father David. He was sixteen years old. This was Josiah. In his twelfth year, he began to purge Judah and Jerusalem of high places, Asherah poles, carved idols, and cast images. Under his direction, the altars of the Baals were torn down. He cut to pieces the incense altars that were above them and smashed the Asherah poles, the idols, and the images. These he broke to pieces and scattered over the graves of those who had sacrificed to them. He burned the bones of the priests on their altars, and so he purged Judah and Jerusalem, in the towns of Manasseh, Ephraim, and Simeon, as far as Naphtali, and in the ruins around them. He tore down the altars and the Asherah poles, and crushed the idols to powder, and cut to pieces all the incense altars throughout Israel. Then he went back to Jerusalem. In the eighteenth year of Josiah's reign, to purify the land of the temple, he sent Saphan, son of Azaliah and Maziah, the ruler of the city, with Joah, son of Joahaz, jo Joahaz, uh, sorry, there's a lot of names I don't know how to pronounce, doing my best, <clears throat> uh, jo Joahaz, the recorder, to repair the temple of the Lord his God. They went to Hilkiah, the high priest, and gave him the money that had been brought into the temple of God, which the Levites who were the doorkeepers, had collected from the people of Manasseh, Ephraim, and the entire remnant of Israel, and from all the people of Judah and Benjamin and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. Then they entrusted it to the men appointed to supervise the work on the Lord's temple. These men paid the workers who repaired and restored the temple. They also gave money to the carpenters and builders to purchase dressed stone and timber for joists and beams for the buildings that the kings of Judah had allowed to fall into ruin. The men did the work faithfully. Over them to direct them were Jahath and Obadiah, Levites descended from Merari, and Zechariah and Meshulam descended from Kohath. The Levites, all who were skilled in playing musical instruments, had charge of the laborers, interesting and supervised all the workers from job to job so the musicians were the bosses the managers i like it some of the levites were secretaries scribes and doorkeepers 
keep reading, Father? Okay. <clears throat> the book of the law found, verse 14, while they were bringing out the money that had been taken into the temple of the Lord, Hilkiah the priest found the book of the law of the Lord that had been given through Moses. Hilkiah said to Shaphan the secretary, I have found the book of the law in the temple of the Lord. He gave it to Shaphan. Then Shaphan took the book to the king and reported to him, Your officials are doing everything that has been committed to them. They have paid out the money that was in the temple of the Lord and have entrusted it to the supervisors and workers. Then Shaphan the secretary informed the king, Hilkiah the priest has given me a book, and Shaphan read from it in the presence of the king. When the king heard the words of the law, he tore his robes. He gave these orders to Hilkiah, Ahikam, son of Shaphan, Abdon, son of Micah, Shaphan, the secretary, and Aziah, the king's attendant. Go and inquire of the Lord for me and for the remnant in Israel and Judah about what is written in this book. So that has been found in this book that has been found. Great is the Lord's anger that is poured out on us because our fathers have not kept the word of the Lord. They have not acted in accordance with all that is written in this book. Hilkiah and those the king had sent with him went to speak to the prophetess Huldah, who was the wife of Shalom, son of Tolkath, the son of Hashra, keeper of the wardrobe. She lived in Jerusalem in the second district. She said to them, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. Tell the man who sent you to me, this is what the Lord says. I am going to bring disaster on this place and its people. All the curses written in the book that has been read in the presence of the king of Judah, because they have forsaken me and burned incense to other gods and provoked me to anger by all that their hands have made. My anger will be poured out on this place and will not be quenched. Tell the king of Judah who sent you to inquire of the Lord. This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says concerning the words you heard, because your heart was responsive and you humbled yourself before God when you heard what he spoke against this place and its people, and because you humbled yourself before me and tore your robes and wept in my presence, I have heard you, declares the Lord. Now I will gather you to your fathers, and you will be buried in peace. Your eyes will not see all the disaster I am going to bring on this place and on those who live here. So they took her answer back to the king. Then the king called together all the elders of Judah and Jerusalem. He went up to the temple of the Lord with the men of Judah, the people of Jerusalem, the priests and the Levites, all the people from the least to the greatest. He read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant, which has been found in the temple of the Lord. The king stood by his pillar and renewed the covenant in the presence of the Lord to follow the Lord and keep his commands regulations and decrees with all his heart and all his soul and to obey the words of the covenant written in this book then he had everyone in jerusalem and benjamin pledge themselves to it the people of jerusalem did this in in accordance with the covenant of god the god of their fathers josiah removed all the detestable idols from all the territory belonging to the israelites and he had all who were present in israel serve the lord their god as long as he lived they did not fail to follow the Lord, the God of their fathers. History repeats itself.
Nothing is new in this world. Everything that is released that is evil and dark, we can read about it somewhere in the Bible. It has already happened before. That is why the Father gifted us the Bible in all kinds of translations, in all kinds of languages, because His truth remains the same for all time. What I'm learning to understand um, as I get higher level thinking with uh, spirituality and being um, soon to be the chief spiritual officer of America with my husband is um, not to identify like this religion is better than this religion but to bring a sense of his love and peace across all religious identities that don't harm children elderly or disabled right there are good tenets good principles from different belief systems that is why um, people love America that is why we had you know a bunch of people infiltrate our country recently we've got over 15 states worth of illegals according to a lot of social media posts I've seen of people that are young fierce ready to take over our country but uh, I ain't afraid of no bullies and the intel that I received mm, we got we got nothing to fear we got we got warriors of light and there's so much that you don't know that you don't need to know just trust God get down on your knees and pray pray for our nation pray for our leaders for unity in our leadership right now we have a dual I forget what they call it but if you watch the uh, the greatest show on earth it talks about the dual leadership and power right now the capitulation I think they is what they called it. It's the split of the government because um, the military called Trump in to help remove all the traitors from not just one political political party, all the traitors from all political parties that have sold our information over the last few years. He's come in to help the middle class, the working poor. That is why he is heavily loved by so many people. Because there are 350 million Americans, according to the last Google search I did. So there might be a few more, because everybody was locked indoors in 2020. So I've seen a lot of pregnant ladies giving birth in the last few years. <laughs> Probably got way more than that now. Um, I digress. Father, I love you. I love this mood that you've shifted me into. When he gives me scriptures that tie in, I just, I love it. I love it. I survived so many times, so many death attempts. I survived a car accident July 8th on a mission trip. I was obedient. I thought I was feeding the homeless, and then he quickly changed the plans. I was like, all right, Lord. She was going eight, 75 or 80 miles an hour. I don't know. She was going real fast. There was a five-minute storm that came out of nowhere. I'd never been in this area before. I got hit. My car spun in one and a half revolutions. I survived that. I survived it like big time. Not a scratch on my body. I was in adrenaline, though. I've had a sore back for a long time, but we're October 20th today as I record this, 2023. The accident was July 8th, and the Lord has healed me without any medical treatment because the doctor's offices refused to give me my appointment. The doctor's office front desk person denied me medical access, breaking the law because I didn't have my insurance card. That tells me that they weren't getting paid from people. She could have billed me after the fact. 
but I shared too much information with her. I said, my, I have a job. The insurance is telling me I have to pay up front for the appointment. I've never been through this before. It's, I've been in an accident before, but I had never um, had to get medical treatment for it because I was denied in 2015 when, I, when a deer jumped into my rental vehicle. I paid extra for the insurance, but it didn't include bodily in, injury or whatever. And I had bought insurance for the first time by myself. And that a-hole was in his first year as an insurance person. And he had me sign a waiver to remove PIP coverage. I didn't know what I was signing. Yeah, that was my, well, dealing with my divorce process. And my ex-first husband, we were still legally married. He illegally got me dropped from his medical insurance to save himself money from the school district I grew up in. Yeah, they broke laws. It ain't no thing. The Lord's going to bring me up to the front of the line very soon. That's what he does. He protects and covers his children. And when the world steals from his children, he gives us back double. Sometimes, ten times. Alright. He's giving me another verse. Alright, Father. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I love it when he speaks to me. I, uh, I told my hero of 2020... I told him that I, as a child, I desired to know the scriptures, but all the learning disabilities, I couldn't remember what I read. And I'd have to reread things over and over again, and I was never diagnosed anything. My, I told my mom, but she didn't listen to me. She didn't believe in doctors. I don't know. I have no clue. Or they were broke. They were, they were always complaining about money. And I was a burden. I was the youngest. I was a financial burden. I didn't just think it in my mind being a depressed person. I was treated as such. I had ADD or ADHD, one of those. I never was diagnosed with it. I had to suffer without medication. It is what it is. The medications aren't very good. So my mom did the best she could. My dad did the best he could. And I didn't die. So obviously I made it through. The father can heal anything. I'm a walking miracle of that. Now he gives me scriptures through the Holy Spirit living in me because I'm ready. He was preparing me so that my story would be very powerful, that there's no way, no way in the world, no way would I know these things. It's him who lives within me. All right, Exodus is in the Old Testament. It's the second book of the Bible, chapter 34, verse 3. And I'm reading from the NIV translation, by the way. If you'd like to look this up online in a different translation, I encourage you to do so. No one, uh, so this is the new stone tablets. No one is to come with you or be seen anywhere on the mountain. Not even flocks and herds may graze in front of the mountain. So Moses chiseled out two stone tablets like the first ones. And went up Mount Sinai early in the morning, as the Lord had commanded him. And he carried the two stone tablets in his hands. Then the Lord came down in the cloud and stood there with him and proclaimed his name, the Lord. And he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming, The Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness, maintaining love to thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished amen he punishes the children and their children for the sin of the fathers to the third and fourth generation yes father 
Moses bowed to the ground at once and worshipped. O Lord, if I have found favor in your eyes, he said, then let the Lord go with us. Although this is a stiff-necked people, forgive our wickedness and our sin, and take us as your inheritance. Then the Lord said, I am making a covenant with you before all your people. I will do wonders, never before done in any nation in all the world. The people you live among will see how awesome is the work that I, the Lord, will do for you. Obey what I command you today. I will drive out before you the Amorites, Canaanites, Hittites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites. Be careful not to make a treaty with those who live in the land where you are going, or they will be a snare among you. Break down their altars, smash their sacred stones, and cut down their Asherah poles. So in Second Chronicles, he talked about Asherah poles, and here in Exodus, he talks about it as well. <clears throat> Do not worship any other god, for the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous god. Be careful not to make a treaty with those who live in the land, for when they prostitute themselves to their gods, which is what they tried to get me to do after two months after I launched Aaron Nicole Ministries, they paid the president of the Blackwater Alumni Group on Biden's team, they paid him between 800 to 850 acres to have me perform oral sex in public because that is a part of their religious belief system prostitution and they also wanted to get me on camera to damage my reputation and slander me as I had just launched Aaron Nicole Ministries with only a couple hundred dollars that was donated from um, one of my customers who was a big supporter of the Move Happy movement and Micah and uh, he helped me pay for the website domain and every single guest musician stepped up for free Every single keynote speaker stepped up for free. I tried to pay people, but people were blocking me from receiving monies. And then they tried and paid him over a million dollars to take me on a fake date. I found out about six or eight months after that, maybe a year later, I forget the, the exact time, but my hero, who became my husband, told me that he was a married man and he cheated on his wife all the time. I said, ew, I asked him directly, what a douchebag. But that's what men do, that don't have the love of the father, that don't have a respect for women. That's what my, both my siblings warned me of. Don't date military men. They cheat on their spouses all the time. They're well known for it. But there's a lot of good military men that don't do that. Back to the story. I'm going to read verse 15 again. Be careful not to make a treaty with those who live in the land, for when they prostitute themselves to their gods and sacrifice to them. Sacrificing what? You might say. It doesn't say here. They will invite you, and you will eat their sacrifices. So then you will eat what they're sacrificing, which is children. And when you choose some of their daughters as wives for your sons, and those daughters prostitute themselves to their gods, they will lead your sons to do the same which is sick all right the father wants me to get up come back to the reading in a little bit he wants he desires for me to speak about kelly clarkson very specifically she is good her ex-husband his mother reba mcintyre illuminati member
she got on TV. She got her own TV show, if you ever watched it. She's an outstanding musician. She started talking on her TV show with a guest about the Illuminati. She's like, can you believe what they wanted me to do? They were going to pay me all kinds of money. And it was a dude. And he started doing this signal, covering his lips, like, shh, be quiet, because he was protecting her. Because he probably knew that they kill people. That's what they're known for. You're not supposed to talk about them, but guess what? I fear nothing, motherfuckers. Y'all tried to kill me and my husband last year when he asked to retire, and he's the most fierce, trained assassin in the whole freaking world. He asked to retire to help me with the Move Happy mission, to help empower people to find happiness from within, because he gave up that whole lifestyle. He used to be a trained assassin for America. And he's friends with all the top trained assassins around the world. We tend to hang around those who are like us. And a few decades before I met him, he gave up that whole life. He asked the Father to forgive him of all of his past sins because he took orders from our nation, from evil people that don't have the love of the Father in them, that were greedy that lived in very rich mansions, took all kinds of vacations, and have been sacrificing children in private, drinking their blood to stay looking younger. My husband told me he does not identify with any organization, that he loves the Father, and he loved me. When we married last year, we committed to each other. He was going to gift me his retirement. I said, bride a prenup. I don't want anybody thinking I'm a gold digger. I'm going to make my own money. I'm very independent. My father raised me to be that way. I had two jobs as a nine-year-old. I've been working my whole fucking life. And as soon as I started becoming an influencer, all these rich people got jealous because I refused to join their Illuminati cult, of which they try to pretend like doesn't exist. You only know about it unless you're a part of it. Unless... (laughs) Unless you're a black or you're a white hat. Yeah. He trained me the best. You don't know who your associations are. You can't trust nobody. And all these people, they shared way too much information with me. Yeah, from the Illuminati cult. Yeah, that PhD ministry, she shared way too much information with me. Because I received all these opportunities, big time opportunities all at once. Three big major opportunities to make a ton of money all at once. And... The Father gifted me the HOPE Act in 2020, in October 2020, after I executed successfully the second ever Rich Happy Therapy experience. I didn't even have a name for it, and we sold out tickets in two hours, just by email alone, because people desired to spend time with me and my network, because that's the Lord showing favor. Some people got free tickets, some people um, paid, a lot of people should have paid that had a lot of money. But it is what it is. I'm learning to raise my value. I don't focus on money. I focused on impact. I couldn't understand why I wasn't making money with my businesses. Because the Father has been waiting for the opportune time for me. He told me a few months ago, I'm going to be a missionary for the next five years. And do I trust him? I said, yes, Father, of course I trust you. 100%. You've kept me alive. It's 100% success rate. Of course I trust you. He said, Do you trust me enough to get rid of all your possessions? I said, yes, Father, get rid of or sell. And I didn't hear a response, so then I put all my items up. I took all day to do this on the marketplace. 
I was going to get rid of all of my items and make a little bit of money because I had a car accident that wasn't my fault and insurance companies weren't paying me anything. Doctor's offices were refusing me doctor's appointments and I was not allowed to go back to my job. I had a, I was a W-2 paid employee. Brand new position. And I, they, because their rules were I had to be cleared from the doctor's office. I finally got my x-ray. Finally, on August 4th. When the accident was on July 8th. But I didn't have the money. I was running out of money. I had to pay, keep paying my bills while not having employment. I still was employed. But I didn't have my money because I wasn't showing up to work. You don't get paid if you don't. Show up. Unless you have residual income or you got a rich husband or wife. Yeah, I'm a married spouse and I got zero spousal support from our top presidential security team organization that protects all the presidents of America. Because when Obama came in office, he changed all the laws. He does not like veterans. He does not like Americans. He was all about his own money. And he is of the jihad extremist Muslim faith. He was told on purpose to come in and destroy America. Watch the greatest show on earth. You will see. He changed the laws that our men and women that protect the presidents in the Blackwater Alumni Group, that they can't give their retirement. If they were in at a certain time frame, they had a retirement, that they had an investment retirement that they were putting money into. They're not allowed to give their retirement to just anybody. They have to give it to a spouse, and they have to be married to that spouse for two years. Otherwise, the government gets to keep the money. And he married me to gift me his money because he said, I don't want the government getting my money. I don't trust the government. I said, you don't? He said, no. Jesus didn't either. I follow. I follow what the Father tells me to do. And I trust you, Aaron. I want to give you this money. I know you'll, you'll help feed the poor, right? You'll help the poor. I said, yes, that's my desire is to be a servant however the Father desires me to. If I can sing for people, if I can customize my day, bring, you know, therapies to life, teach people how to not end their life today, tomorrow, not ever, just teaching them what the Father has taught me to keep me moving forward every day in life. I've developed 52 alternative therapies so far in my life. Everywhere I go, I look for opportunities because I have been um, trained in growth mindset. I've studied from people that have growth mindset principles and I paid and invested in my own learning from Denise Duffield Thomas for her uh, mindset, money mindset boot camp course. She's the author of The Lucky Bitch. She was featured on Oprah Winfrey's, um, what do you call that? Her like book list or whatever. She and her fiance had traveled six months, uh, um, trusted, quit their you know, six-figure jobs and just traveled the world for six months on like a ship or whatever, won this contest and blah, blah, blah. And she's a, a totally different faith system. She believes in the universe and spirituality and all those things. And I learned a lot from her. She's good at money mindset. She's from Australia. She has a cool accent. And I was a part of, I have unlimited access for a lifetime. It's an evergreen style of your business. And I learned how to up-level my mindset through her group. I didn't make money from her group, but I learned how to believe I could make money. The Lord will allow me to receive in his timing. And I'm about to receive this crown, this title, along with my husband. I will get my husband back tonight. 
as I record this. Tonight, this meeting happens tonight because the Lord already told me I don't desire any more deaths. They've killed four of my associations. Yes, Father. He said, say her name out loud. Nadine Stevens, my friend's mother. They killed her after they threatened my friend to disassociate from me. They killed her mother. I helped provide her mother coaching. I helped her get excited about getting dressed in only a few short sessions. She was stuck in bed all day, very depressed and isolated. Because there's different options here than there were in the previous place they were stationed at. And my friend was burned out, paying all her bills, and she wasn't saving money. And so I came in and I helped bring her coaching. I rehabilitated her. At first, she didn't like getting on the treadmill at all. But after a while, we worked together. Then I started taking her to the library, taking her to the grocery store. And then she started getting her flirt on with men. And like, start, it was, it was, I was a caretaker. I was a paid caretaker for my friend's mom because she trusted me because I was a caretaker for my hero of 2020. He added me through the VA as his caretaker to help me get housing and food because I took him to some of his doctor's appointments. I taught him how to juggle. We wrote some songs together. We rolled together and he kept me alive. And it was fun. Spending time with him was fun. He was a great conversationalist. And uh, she hired me because he helped me and proved it in the VA system. And then they threatened her after we started Erin Nicole Ministries because I had posted it on social media. I didn't know there was a three-year contract to block me from making money, to steal all my associations. They did everything illegal you could think possible in the last three years, and they killed my friend's mom. Active duty warrant officer, her mother. Evil. Evil people. They had me, the Holy Spirit had me call her today, and the phone is disconnected she's no longer alive all I know is that the Lord reveals things to me I don't desire any more deaths let's not kill each other okay let's let's stop World War 3 ASAP we need a peace treaty signed ASAP with the Illuminati white hats excuse me the white hats um, and the black hats which is the Illuminati uh, deep state whatever you want to call them the evil people that harm kids. That's the black hats. Good hats are the white. You think of like sin is, sin is black, right? Darkness, black. That separates from the Father, but holiness is white, right? So let's keep it simple like that. It's not necessarily like same faith system. You could be of any faith system and be a white hat. Just don't harm kids and don't harm elderly people. Be a decent human being. Don't steal from the poor. Like these are basic laws that were broken from criminals that are running our government but a lot of these people are going to be put away put away or obliterated that's what the father said he's had enough of the harming of kids he's had enough of the slavery of people even in my husband's organization of which he denied being a part of he asked to retire and they tried to kill us on american soil that is slavery they refused him his right to be with his wife 
And I told him, don't quit your friends. I said, I don't know what you're retiring from because I have no idea what organization you're in because you've denied everything. I don't know if you're playing games with me. You're testing me or what, but we made a commitment. I had to get my ass kicked out of his house because his buddies treated me like mafia men. They didn't trust me. They didn't respect me. But I understand national security risk. They couldn't believe the level of disrespect towards me. That my former friend of seven years had called me. My my nonprofit business partner had called me. And some a-hole had traced the phone call to find our location. Because they had covered, they tried to cover up their trail and bite inside that they had sent me on purpose to be a spy. And then I married him. Yeah, there's no rules in love and war. Yeah, EOS. Element of surprise. I trust my warriors of light. And if they are mafia, I love them because they've kept me alive and they protect families. I trust them. If evil people of the black hats are in the mafia and they're harming women and children and they're prostituting little kids those are evil mafia people I don't even think you'd call them mafia it's just evil sick mentally demented people those kinds of people are criminals we put those kinds of people away or we send them back to their country where they came from if they're from America they get hospitalized in double locked doors and they get put on treatment plants they get put on medication And they meet weekly with a psychologist, psychiatrist, social worker. If they have some, you know, physical limitations, occupational therapist. They have a recreational therapist. I worked. Where Move Happy first began, I worked in a locked psychiatric hospital in active treatment. And I had earned a promotion that my boss told me no one in 30 years was ever even interviewed for without a license in therapy. I broke every single rule. Every single rule in their history books and how they quote-unquote operated things because I created five alternative therapies there. The Holy Spirit gifted it through me. I'm a very creative person. And that was the same year my father died, my third day working with patients, same year my divorce had finalized. And towards the end of that year, the following year, I filed for bankruptcy. It was the worst of the worst, but I am a resilient person, meaning I can bounce back from adversity. I think about others, not about myself. But you have to have some concern about yourself. And I'm learning to raise my standards so that people don't take advantage of me. Because I am. I am the chosen one. The Father picked me in 2018. I am your global mental health ambassador. I am your chief spiritual officer of the United States. With my husband by my side. We share everything. All of our intellectual properties. There are no prenups. When you stole from me, you stole from him. And all of his top trained assassins from all over the world. And they traced all the crimes. This meeting will take place tonight. Get your jets ready. I will be picked up from my husband and a driver. That's it. Dark vehicle. What's that, Father? You park the vehicle so that my husband opens the door opposite the house so that only I see my husband I cover and I protect him at all costs because he told me he's not supposed to be seen 
He's supposed to stay in the shadows. He broke rules for me and got on my podcast and the vlog, put a mask on. He told me he got permission. Because people were slandering my name. And real men, real warriors stand up and protect and cover their wives and respect their wives. And the Lord told him in the shower that he was to get on my podcast. Opened the shower curtain and told him, don't you think I'm more powerful? That I could do way more than open this shower curtain? People are disrespecting your wife, slandering her name when she's been obedient to this assignment I have given her. You will get on her podcast. You will get the American flag in the background. You will stand up for her. This is not a negotiation. He's very heavily connected to the Father. So he broke the rules and got on the show last year. And that is why my former friend, former business partner called out of the blue. And they traced the phone call. And she pretended like she didn't know who he was. Because we're dealing with a bunch of cheaters, liars, who want to win another election and rig it and they would do anything they could to destroy President Trump our commander in chief through his top security people if they could and abuse their powers by using our technologies The father uh, had gifted me earlier this year. He's reminding me. In multiple languages, my vision board, in multiple languages, he said, I had to look it up online because I don't, I don't speak multiple languages, but he's teaching me to have multiple tongues. I wrote in my journal earlier this year the vision, and then I put it on my poster board every day so I'd be reminded of it, and I didn't understand what it meant until... Recently, he said, we are going to, what was the word, verbiage, Father? Something about, something about the phone guy, like disrupt the phone guy, interrupt the phone guy, not interrupt. It was like, basically flip the tables upside down. And I was like, the phone guy, what does that mean? And I think it's all the major phone telecommunications companies that have been abusing their powers and stealing from the poor. All I know is that I'm going to be very rich for the rest of my life. And my husband and I, by my 40th birthday forward, are going to be helping the poor. Handing money directly to the poor. That's what my husband told me to do. And I respect my husband. And I trust him and his intel. And we're going to pay for our therapies to be properly researched. White paper researched, empirically based, added to textbooks, sold in universities all over the world. Translated into multiple languages. And I married the top trained assassin of President Trump. And Trump is a businessman. That's why he picked me. And they keep picking me. The warriors of light. You want to vote Trump? Anything else, Father? All right. He's sending me to the New Testament. La, la, la. La, la, la. Okay, I read this in the last thing. He wants me to read it again. It's very important. John thirteen four, And so he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. 
After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet, Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then Lord, Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well, Jesus answered. A person who has had a bath needs only to wash his feet. His whole body is clean, and you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him, and that was why he said not everyone was clean. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. I tell you the truth, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. You will be blessed if you do them. If you look up the Bloom's Taxonomy, it is different. It's like a hierarchical level of learning and at the highest level of learning is the application of your learning putting it into practice study practice and teach that's what I was trained by Jeff Olson when I joined uh, it, it was called Nerium at the time it's now called Neora we had broken every record in 150 year industry in the direct sales industry which is the largest money making industry worldwide way bigger than the NFL way huge huge it's mostly in other nations outside of the u.s in the u.s they call a lot of these businesses pyramid schemes and whatnot they just um, i'm friends with a lot of the top level leaders because uh it's good products good services good leadership and um, they just won a court case against was it the fec sec something like that and so i seen them posted on it and he was very transparent with us. We had a good rhythm and a good system. I recommend when we do our specifics for when we get the Hope Incorporation business launched, if our commander-in-chief says yes, this would be a generational wealth building business for every American citizen if they so choose to be a part of it for as long as it is in existence. And I myself personally will not keep any money because the Father gives me things. He gives me plenty. And when we sign on the dotted line these contracts for me being with my husband, the Global Mental Health Ambassador and Chief Spiritual Officer, I will be receiving a million dollar U.S. dollar salary for my Chief Spiritual Officer position every year, tax-free. And every major nation will be giving us $100 million per nation every year to receive tax-free U.S. dollars to receive access to our therapies, some of my spiritual gifts, some of my music, etc etc and we will be filtering out all of the poisonous people we will be publicizing how we receive our money who we receive our money from and where it goes nothing will be hidden everything will be transparent and open similar to billy graham's ministry that he served i think like 50 plus years and his son i think his son franklin um graham has taken over 
and they keep it open and transparent. If you don't hide anything, then there's nothing that can be done in secret. And we encourage other churches to do that, other ministries to do that as well, to be open and transparent about your monies. That's what my uncle told me is, is what good churches do with their tithes. They show it. They report it to their church members. You want to know how your money is being spent. That's what good governments do. Anything else, Father? He said, I want you to wrap it up very slowly. Interesting. So I must have been speaking too fast. He loves me deeply. And he desires for you to connect with him directly. He is the source of all things. So if you don't have a personal relationship with him and you desire to have one, it's free. Just repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this gift of salvation. I can't earn it or buy it. You give it to those who believe in your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, I make mistakes, but I don't desire to continue. Please come into my heart. And show me ways to share your love with other people. Thank you. I pray this in your heavenly name. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, we want to welcome you to the family. Your next step is to get plugged in to a Bible-based church. Anything else, Father? Any ask? Okay. He says to please donate as much as humanly possible to our nonprofit arm, Aaron Nicole Ministries. And if this meeting continues to be delayed, uh, the monies directly used will uh, be spent on my housing because I have to move out of my temporary address at the end of this month. I have 11 days until I'm homeless, jobless, incomeless, max credit cards, with zero spousal support. And I'm a veteran spouse. And they've erased the record of my marriage because they are protecting me from any lies that Biden's team said about my husband or our commander-in-chief. And they're also com protecting our commander-in-chief. So I, I am asking for help. So donate as much as you can to ErinNicoleMinistries.org. E-R-I-N dot N-I-C, or excuse me, uh, no dot, sorry. E-R-I-N-N-I-C-O-L-E-M-I-N-I. -N -N -I. Oh my gosh, I can't spell. Slow down, Aaron. It's Aaron Nicole Ministries dot O-R-G. Let's try this again. E-R-I-N-N-I-C-O-L-E-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-I-E-S dot O-R-G. Any amount we appreciate. Um, until my husband is returned to me, no monies will be public information because they've, this Illuminati cult has tried to kill me 67, 69 times apparently. My warriors of light look out for me. They protect me, and I trust them. And as soon as my husband is returned, we will show how our money is being used, but we won't put things to a public, obvious public things that are private, just like we wouldn't ask you to put your personal address available for anyone to see. <clears throat> Anything else, Father? Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord, plans to prosper you and keep you. And something else. 
plans for like a positive future. I'm paraphrasing. I'm not looking at it. Yeah, it's a it's a verse that gives me hope in uh, times of difficulty. He's kept me moving forward in life. He's kept my mind on very positive things. I owe a lot of that to being raised by a meek mother and a father that loved his kids, even though he was depressed. He was a stable financial provider, and he loved my mother deeply, even on his last days. Anything else, Father? He said, sing it with sustenance. I'm not sure what that means, but... Oh, vigor? Okay. Don't forget to tell someone you love them today. And we'll see you next time.